Hey, my name is Andres Fajardo, and welcome to the Articulating with Andres podcast, where we discuss theology, Christian life, and college updates with my friends, all broadcasted to you from CW University. Logan is a junior sports business major who is on the soccer team at Cedarville. Today we will be interviewing Logan about the different views on the Raptors. On Monday the 27th, I spoke with Logan about the different views on the Raptors, which led to a little argument. <laughs> so, can you briefly describe the different views on the Raptors? So, historically throughout the church, there's been three main different views. And so only one of these views believes in a rapture. That would be premillennialism. So premillennialism is that there is two comings of Christ. So the first coming of Christ is before the tribulation. It is um, the first second coming, and it's when believers reign with Christ for the first thousand years of the millennium. And then Christ, and then Satan's unleashed for the final battle, and then God triumphs, and Satan's bound in the pit of fire. And then we have the great white throne judgment of Christ, and then we have eternity, so new heavens, new earth. Postmillennialism is simply that Christ has defeated death. Psalm 110 says, My Lord said to my Lord, sit on my right hand until I make your enemies a footstool. So that because of Christ is seated on the right hand of God, that because of Christ's victory, that through the church and through the gospel being preached, the world will become Increasingly better will grow increasingly more Christian because of Christ's victory on the cross. All millennialism, so the prefix ah just means simply without, so that there's not a literal a thousand year millennium. So um, all millennialism is that the reign, uh, the millennium reign is an intermediate state with the saints who have died and they are with Christ between Christ resurrection and between his second coming to defeat death. So all mill and post mill both only believe in one second coming and that's when Christ comes to judge the world to defeat death. Okay, so my favorite pastor, Dr. David Jeremiah, believes in millennialism, which is the belief that there will be a 1,000 year period on earth at which Christ will establish Peace on earth. Now all this will be after the tribulation. So do you think there are differences between the millennialist view that David Jeremiah thinks of and what you believe or what you think? So uh, David Jeremiah would believe in premillennialism so that Christians will be raptured before the millennium. So both post and amillennialism believe that Christ will return after the rapture once and for all to defeat death to judge the world so that's that is the main difference between those two views mainly the rapture i would say is and the and the return of christ so premillennialism christ returns twice both post and amil suggest that christ returns uh one time because um from what i've heard christ will return once to pick up his church then there will be a 10-year period at which he'll bring peace on earth, and then Satan will be thrown down and downcasted to hell. That's essentially the David Jeremiah's view, premillennialism. So my last question for you is, so 
In spite of all these different views on the rapture, how should Christians respond to the second coming of Christ? Is there like a certain level of uncertainty that you think Christians should have? Or how should we interact with end times or ecclesiology, the theology of the rapture? I think, um, so, like, even Christ, when he's on earth, says no one will know the time or the hour. So I think as Christians, we need to approach this with grace, because even Christ, when he is on earth, didn't know the time or the hour. But I think um, from Scripture, from what Jesus says about the end times in the Olivet Discord, that this generation will surely not pass away until these things happen. So in amillennialism and postmillennialism, Christ's words would be true because they believe that these things have happened. It's called um, the Preterist view that most of uh, Revelation was written to the to the writers. Most, most of the prophecies was written to the Jewish audience that John was writing to at the time or that Jesus was talking to his disciples, that most of the prophecies were fulfilled within the first century AD and that there are Still some left about the future, but the preterist view holds that most of them have been fulfilled because Jesus says this generation will surely not pass away. Mm -hmm. Also, another interesting thing about the perilous times, which Jesus talks about, the kind of language that he uses. Um, Jesus is talking about how, like, how these perilous things will happen and how, like, if you look on the field, you, you must not go back. So... In Jerusalem, so Jerusalem is seated on a hill. During um, AD 70, when the Roman Empire came in and raided Jerusalem and destroyed it, Jesus told them, like, to whoever whoever is in the field must not turn back to get his cloak, but woe to the women who are pregnant and who are nursing in those days. Moreover, pray that when you flee it, it will not be winter or on the Sabbath, for there will be a great tribulation as has not occurred since the beginning of the world until now, nor ever again. So when you're in Jerusalem, you can see an invading army um, coming in from from a, a decent amount of way. So Jewish Christians could heed Jesus' words when the Roman army is about to come and get out of Jerusalem because of what Christ has said. And historically from Josephus, he's a scholar, um, a notable scholar uh, from around eighty seventy, a Jewish scholar, there is uh, historical evidence of many Christians fleeing during this time as well. Mm-hmm. So my last question is, how should Christians think about these end times issues? And how should we view it? Because at the end of the day, Christ will come back to take his church up into heaven. And he'll, after some time, he'll throw Satan to hell. And the battle belongs to him. So at the end of the day, how should we view and act in light of the rapture? Depending on what your eschatology is, there might not be a rapture. So like the, the only eschatological view that believes in the rapture would be premillennialism. So the other views, I would say for that, what I believe, we should be be preparing uh, for the future, for future generations, because we're not going to be here. We're but a mist in the air, like the Bible says. So we need to be preparing our children, our children's children, um, to be equipped for the kingdom of God. And we should be investing in them as well. And we should not look at, we should look at Christ's return 
as as far away so that we can set up uh, a future for ourselves and so we're not selfishly worrying about when Christ is going to come, but more ever just being patient and just continuing to be in the Word, continuing to proclaim the gospel, continuing to be doing our spiritual disciplines so that when Christ comes, whether it's a rapture or whether he just comes in uh, a second coming, that we are ready because we have been faithful and have been preparing future generations for the cause of the gospel. Mm-hmm. Indeed, one of the things that the Bible says is that Christ will not come until the whole world is preached to and that we've reached until the end of the earth. There still needs to be work done. Thank you for being in the articulating of Andre's podcast. And if you like this episode, give this episode a like on Spotify. And I'll see you on the next episode. Bye. Bye. <laughs>